Prepare to experience the strongest radio allowable by law. Secrets will be revealed. Myths dispelled. From the studio gym where excuses never apply. It's Superhuman Radio with your host, Carl Lenore. Happy 61st birthday to me. I've gone around this planet 61 times now. And uh, what have I learned? Well, I don't know. We may actually talk about some of that today because uh, along with the regular show we're going to be doing, uh, Coach Rob Regish is going to uh, interview me as well as we go through this day. Let me go ahead and roll his music. Calling all Blueprint Army. Fall in line. It's time for the Blueprint Power Hour with Coach Rob Regish on the Superhuman Radio Network. How you doing, Rob? Oh, wait a minute. How you doing, Rob? Do it again. I, I, I didn't have your mic open. Sorry. <laughs> Happy birthday and many, many more. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And I'm yeah. rocking, man. I feel great. I got no complaints. Uh, I'm very happy with my life. I'm very happy with, uh, every day I get, I wake up every morning excited about what is going on that day. And a lot of it has to do with the two things, this show and Elisa, really, that's the God's honest truth. So that's that's awesome. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you said to me, um, you want to talk, I'm going to let you interview me a little bit here and there, but before we do that, let's just kick off the regular show. What's new with you? Well, um, I continue to see my doctor on a weekly basis, and um, the creatine kinase levels are, are trending downwards, although they're still far in excess of, I guess, what they should be. The better news is that my kidneys are functioning much, much better. I'm only uh, a few points above the high end of normal on his lab, so he was happy to see that. You know, I think, and we'll talk about this more in the tip of the day, but some things are going to have to change for me, and um, it'll be a real reckoning when that time comes. You know, I was watching some guys uh, who just do exclusively body weight work, yep. uh, and they have some really uh, pretty physiques. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, maybe for a while I'll switch to body weight work and jumping rope. I mean, you know, you could look, let's at the end of the day, okay, how many times do you have to, you know, squat X pounds? How many times do you have to deadlift X pounds? At right. some point in time it becomes uh, less important uh to keep breaking those records and more important to maintain your strength and health in tandem as you age. Yeah, and body weight work will do that. It'll also, you know, regulate your appetite such that you don't become, you know, 20 carrying 20 30 or 40 or more pounds more than you should be yeah you yeah. know because every pound of chub works against you in body weight work well so so what is the funny story about toenails now we know we've heard your story about toenails because you've torn them all off don't tell me they're growing back <laughs> no no the, fun, the funny story is i was at the dock last week and i was wearing sandals 
And so as he's taking blood out of my arm, he looks down and he goes, what, what do you got going on down there? He says, your toenails look white. I said, yeah, you know, I got that fungus and I just, I ripped them all off. And he goes, he goes, do what? I said, I tore them off. He says, how'd you do that? And I said, you know, uh, I was searching for the word. I couldn't find it. I said, not screwdriver. I took a, uh, and he says, pliers. I said, yeah, right there. And I tore them off. He said, my God, that must have been excruciating. I said, it wasn't as bad as what came next. I said, I poured uh, isopropyl alcohol over them to kind of seal them up. And he just, he can't believe it. It's, you know, it's, he's incredulous. Um, and then right before I left, I said, one other thing, just check this under my tongue here. I got what I think is a canker sore, but, you know, give it a look. So he gets his little light. He looks in there and he says, yeah, it looks like a canker sore to me. And so as we're walking out of his office, he says, hey, Rob, one more thing. I said, what? He said, don't rip your tongue out. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. That's where he was going. <laughs> Don't rip your tongue out now and pour alcohol on it. Yeah. Right. You can't uh, assume, right? Because you can't assume with a guy like me. <laughs> yeah. I'll just get rid of it. I'll fix that tongue problem. I'll just get rid of it. Who needs that damn thing? It's got me in more trouble than I want to talk about anyway. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> so the first question comes from John Welch. Uh, really interested in info about ectosterone last week. Uh, interesting. Uh, what is your history with the compound and where do you see it going? Yeah, and this is, you know, understanding where I came from with it will explain where I think it's going uh, and where, where my work in that area will be going. So way back in 1992, I opened up a Muscle Mag International on the newsstand and there was a little red and black ad in the back and I had a chemical graphic of uh, ectosterone. I didn't know that at the time, but the product's name was Mesoblin. And so no internet yet, or at least, you know, not much of an internet. And I called the 800 number and I ordered it up and took a flyer on it and couldn't believe uh, how well I did on it. So I began to really develop a keen interest in it. Um, it was put out by a company called Amino Discounters. And one of the chemists that's talked about in the book, Steroid Nation, Mark Thierman, that was actually uh, his company. And subsequently, he made almost all of the laxogenin that was on the market. But as I continued to, to learn about it, articles started appearing in Powerlifting USA by Rick Bruner, mm -hmm. who was the CEO of Athletica. He had a product called Redaball. And Redaball, when it was initially rolled out, were they were tiny white tablets of Rapontacum carthamoids extracts. Twenty, uh, I think he said it was twenty hydroxyectosterone, but uh, full, full spectrum sticks in my mind. Anyway, I likewise did incredibly well on that product. Shortly after that, however, for whatever reason, Redaball changed into a big brown tablet um, and they didn't work nearly as well but the important point is this Rick Bruner probably did more than anyone in the United States to explain what ectosterone was how it worked and just as importantly how you should train while you're using it but like I said Redaball went bad um, but at that point when 
mass, muscle and sports science, opened their doors, they were carrying a product called Zebutol by Zoe Discoveries. And Zebutol by label was 10 milligrams of a sumosterol extract. And the little black and white ad said, who else wants to gain 5, 10, 15 pounds of muscle? I ordered a bottle, and sure enough, I put on 10 pounds. Really? And, yeah. And, and I was absolutely hooked. But kind of like Redaball, the quality of Zoe's products started to get really spotty. I'd order some bottles and use them and get absolutely nothing. The next one, I gained, you know, almost 15 pounds. It was crazy. Um, so he, he could no longer conduct business like that, obviously. So at that point, he took the whole ectisterone thing in-house. He did a combination test booster ecti product adaptogen in which uh, to this day, you know, contains the strongest extract of Zuma, 25 to 1 on the market. It was really good. Subsequently, um, the year was 1996. And if you remember, that's when Andro hit the market. And thus begins, right, one of the most storied chapters in supplement history. Nobody was interested in doing an ecosterone product. Or, or beta-alanine, for that matter, because beta-alanine hit the market at that time. Nobody even paid attention to it except the Korean speed skating team. Yes, so, exactly. Yeah, it was the same, yeah. The same phenomenon. Um, but around that time, he consulted me on doing an ecti product, uh, which he did. Oh. Product. It was probably the only one on the market at that point. And then... Um, in 2012, he commissioned me to do you know, the penultimate ecti, which became Synthogen. So, long story short, uh, I have been using it in one form or another since 1992 and advocating for its use. I would tell you that today, uh, by far, the best products, the best ecti products to use are mass Synthogen and Progenitrex. Yes, I formulated them, so I have a vested interest, but um, to my knowledge, nobody else has done the kind of research that I have done, which brings us to the study. The study is rock solid. In fact, I ordered the ordered and paid for the full study just to make sure, and it is more rock solid than you can possibly imagine. My subscribers will be getting a copy of it uh, shortly when the next bulletin goes out. Final note. When I originally went for HRT, I walked into the office, sat down, and the doctor said, there's no way, you know, you, you need testosterone. He says, not with, the, not with the amount of muscle on you. Right. He does the test. He walks back in, and he says, this is incredible. Your body's making no anabolic hormones. My total test was 122. Wow. I don't re- yeah, I don't remember the free test, but it was similar, right? But I will say this. I was still making progress in the gym. And I still had a decent amount of muscle. And yes, I was using ectosterone and my own training protocols for it at the time. Food for thought. Does does uh, ectosterone stimulate the retinoid X receptor? Do you know? I don't. There's been I, I remember reading about that and, and hearing talk about it. But more recently, uh, and this the the scientist that conducted this study ver- validated this in the test tube too. It works via the estrogen beta receptor. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, everyone's looking for, you know, it doesn't increase testosterone. It doesn't dock at the steroid receptor. It can't possibly work. No, it was a backdoor mechanism that nobody was looking at. 
There are other mechanisms that are I, it works through too, I'm convinced. Um, but think about that. All along, it was something that nobody, who would have looked at the estrogen receptor activity? I'm, I'm almost positive the retinoid X receptor has a role in ectosterone. And if it does, that means taking it with retinol, real vitamin A, or, or Thrive, because we have a, a, a nice right. dose of real vitamin A in there, might actually be beneficial. Wade Johnson, happy birthday to me. Thank you so much, Wade. <laughs> we need to get Wade on the show because um, he did great in Japan, and I want to talk to him about uh, how it was and what he did and all that sort of stuff. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to message you today, and we'll, we'll, we'll book that. And then Bobby Cooper, my brother from another mother, happy birthday, Carl Lenore. And Tim Bruce. Happy birthday, Carl Lenore, and to all of you that I already put your names up. Uh, and and uh, by the way, Lars uh, Thornholm, he sent me a, a pre-workout formula using Kratom. Excellent. Uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit later in the show. I'm going to give his formula. It's pretty well thought out. Uh, thanks to all of you for being here for my birthday show. Thank you. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's go to the next question. Uh, Carl, come on. I'm on vacation today. <laughs> Okay, so the next question is, uh, I'm scrolling, scrolling. Ron Rendells, you seem pretty high on the handstand shoulder press. Why is that, and how do I learn to do one? It is a movement that you must go slowly with, unless you want to crack your neck. <laughs> yes, that's a really good point. Um, because uh, for all of its merit, being upside down is something that right, the last time that happened for most people was when they were in the womb. So just kick, and this is this would be step one in learning the movement, just kicking up into a handstand against the wall and holding it would be step one. Yes. Uh, if you can hold that for up to a minute, I would tell you that you would be able to progress into, uh, into the next way that I trained it. And I trained it completely differently than convict conditioning, which to Paul Wade's credit was where I, where I read about it. Um, I only started doing something different when I encountered difficulty with his progressions. But here is how I do it. I went to, I think, Ocean State Job Lot. I bought a dozen of those foam interlocking mats. They're about a quarter inch um, in height. And I started, right, at... 12, I put 12 of those things right underneath my head and just did partials. And once I was able to do five to seven partials, I slipped another mat out, increasing the range of motion. Again, built up to five to seven, slipped another one out. That is, in my opinion, the best and the easiest way to learn to do them. It is infinitely a more satisfying movement than a barbell overhead press, for example. And for some reason, uh, I am able to do that with no elbow pain. And recall, I have, I'm bone on bone in my right elbow. The handstand shoulder press is a phenomenal movement. It works virtually every muscle in the upper body. It is one of two, uh, the other being chin-ups, where you are lifting 100% of your body weight. Now, there are some people that will tell you, you know, the movement should be done free, meaning not with your feet against the wall. Well, you know, the reality is the old-time strongmen that used this movement and advocated it 
we're always resolute in one point. Strength first. Okay? Strength first. Nobody is going to get this off the bat by flipping onto their hands in a free handstand, right, and going down, touch the top of your head, uh, and come back up. It. Pe- listen, people see this, and they know you need to be strong as an ox to yeah. do it, really. And if you are interested in going further, then you can purchase some handles two or three inches off the floor, obviously increases the range of motion. Uh, but for do, most, do you people, think it makes you stronger to be able to grip those handles as opposed to being flat palmed on the floor? You know, that's a good question. Wrist, I've only been taking wrist mobility and forearm strength into the que- into question. Yeah. I think it's that too is a level of difficulty more than just the range of motion. Um, but if you think about it, it's a pronated grip, right? Your palms are facing each other. So, Everything will be in line, the wrist, the shoulder, and the elbow. Right. So great movement, well worth your time investing the effort in learning how to do it. You will be frustrated. You will have days where you're not even able to kick up against the wall. Keep trying. It will come, I promise. Yeah. I I only started doing those after I could no longer um, barbell bench press because of the elbow. The elbow just hurt so much. I was shocked when I was able to do handstand shoulder presses pain-free. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matt Sohey says, I came across an old show about protective nutrients while using gear. What are your top picks these days? Yeah, this is going to be a a quick one. Um, But I think when we did that show, I said that I was of the opinion, and I still am, that geared lifters need to be using more supplements than guys that don't. You know, so let's let's take a look at a few examples. If you're using orals, it's a pretty safe bet that they're going to tax the liver. Uh, in that case, my top pick would be Tudka, T-U-D-C-A, for liver protection. My son right now is using that prescription med for his nails because he's got it, okay? It is horribly liver toxic. I have him taking Tudka. And, and so I think that speaks volumes. If you can't get Tudka, you can look into N-acetylcysteine. Yeah, uh, that is also right a very good liver. I take I take NAC every day. Yep. Because I was taking ibuprofen for pain in my right. eye, and I was taking three grams twice a day. That increases glutathione production in the liver. It's very very. In fact. When you are in the hospital for Tylenol poisoning, where you're going to lose your liver, they give you intravenous NAC. First line of defense. Yeah. Did you say three grams twice a day? Yeah, I'm taking six grams a day. Wow, that's that's fantastic. They used to think they used to think that more wasn't better, but well, they from an antioxidant standpoint, they thought more wasn't. So they they talked about that. That's when they did a study that showed NAC improved exercise performance. And if you took more than three grams, it seemed not to work. I don't care about exercise performance. I care about my liver. I care about producing as much glutathione as possible. Right, right. Great product. It's all context. Yeah. You have fish oil on your list, huh? Yeah, fish oil is there for the obviously many, many benefits that it brings, primarily anti-inflammatory. Okay, doctors don't agree on much, but they do agree inflammation either underlies every disease or exacerbates it. Why are aloe? What does our aloe do in liver protection? 
The R isomer of alpha lipoic acid has similar uh, has a similar action to cysteine in that it'll boost glutathione. It also recycles uh, antioxidants like vitamin C and E, and a component of that goes into liver stress. Another acceptable product is called Live 52. I've seen good blood work on that. I am less enthusiastic about milk thistle, although it's very popular on the boards. Um, I would just much rather go with some of those other compounds. I want to talk about milk thistle in a second. Aiden Ray says they give uh, patients NAC when they're going to do uh, uh, contrast uh, imaging, uh, which they give you a, a dye, I believe it is. I don't know if it's radioactive or, or, or what, but it's a dye that they give you. It protects the kidneys from damage when using contrast. Uh, uh, Anthony Roberts did an, uh, an article eight or nine years ago that showed that uh, milk thistle uh, actually um, interacted with the androgen receptor. Uh, I'm, I'm 99% sure what I'm saying because everybody was taking milk thistle along with their orals. And yep. he, did a st- he did an article that showed scientifically that milk thistle would inhibit the effects of the orals, the actual androgenic effects of the orals. Yes, something's sticking in my mind about that, absolutely. Right? Yeah. So um, other items, curcumin, uh, copper, to your point, uh, copper being very beneficial. And ephedrin, double-edged sword, uh, as long as it doesn't raise your blood pressure, it will raise your HDLs, which is obviously very important. And then finally, uh, an oldie but a goodie, sesame. Mm. Sesame, uh, the lignin of sesame, ligands have been um, shown to be very beneficial. What I noticed about it, uh, so I wasn't taking it just for liver, kidney protection or anything, although come to think of it, I probably should now. Uh, My waist registered at least a one-inch decrease, and I was eating, you know, the same amount of food. I was rather taken aback by that. Sesame used to be popular. It was popular on the boards that we were on, right? right. Mind and muscle. Mind and muscle. Because, uh, because uh, K- 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 uh, Caleb Stone was the guy who really popularized it. And Advent right. Labs was his company, and Mind and Muscle was his, uh, was his forum, right? Right. And so uh, one other final point. Sesame and fish oil have been proven to be synergistic. I wish I had the studies in front of me, but I know that. I know for a fact um, he wrote extensively about that. Yeah. So um, great stuff. You know, necessary stuff if you're playing around in, in that area. Well, in today's environment, you've got to really take better care with, of your liver because we come in contact with so many different toxins. And, you know, your liver is working all day long to, to, right. to try to purify and move stuff out. Um, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we have more questions. We have the blueprint tip of the day. And then Rob is going to interview me as part of my birthday show. That should be interesting. Stay tuned. Who wants to have better sex? That's a stupid question. Everybody wants to have better sex. And you can start having better sex if you go to the website bluechew.com, B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com. Use the code SHR and get a free order of your choice of the only two FDA-approved drugs to treat erectile dysfunction, sildenafil or tadalafil. Best of all, they're chewable, so they start to work in minutes. Go to bluechew, B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com. Use code SHR and you will get your first order for free. 
you do have to pay $5 for shipping, but come on, it's an easy deal. Who wants to have better sex? Okay, get busy. You know how to do it. Whether your goal is to build muscle or burn fat, you'll find everything you need at Redcon 1. Need help getting a good night's sleep? Try Fade Out or the most popular pre-workout supplement on the market today, Total War. Sign up for their new transformation challenge and win $10,000 or shop for apparel that people at the gym will know that you are serious about your training. Need a testosterone booster that works? Check out Boomstick. Whatever you need, you'll find the best quality supplements on the market at Redcon 1. Go to Redcon1.com. That's R-E-D-C-O-N, the number one, dot com, or go to superhumanradio.net and click the Redcon 1 banner ad today. New Mass Pro Synthogen X2 just upped its own legendary game. To distance itself even further from the rest of the pack, Synthogen X2 now has double the key active ingredients. If you've ever wondered what steroid-like recovery feels like, Synthogen X2 delivers. See why others compare it favorably to powerful bodybuilding drugs at Synthogen.com. Mass Pro Synthogen. Would you train with it? You'll gain with it. Hey, this is Carl. For 14 years, you've heard me talk about Can-See Eye Drops, and they being the reason that I do not need reading glasses at now 61 years old. But I regularly get emails and messages from people who've been using Can-See and having some amazing results. Recently, I got an email from a fellow named Chad, who, because he was on dexamethasone eye drops for over six months, developed a cataract. Can-See Eye Drops actually reduced my cataract to the point where even my doctor has a hard time finding it. I will never stop using Cansee eye drops twice a day. I've been using them since 2008, he says. And you should be too. There is no better way to keep your eyes healthy and seeing clearly than Cansee eye drops. Go to wisechoicemedicine.com today and get on board and we will both be looking into the future with very clear vision. Imagine how successful your life would be if you could double your focus, double your mental energy, double your problem solving, your creativity, your willpower. Sounds too good to be true, right? That's what I thought until someone handed me a bottle of Qualia Focus. Qualia Focus is a mental performance formula that combines 24 of the most powerful molecules on earth to noticeably boost your brain power within just a few days of taking it or your money back. Qualia Focus blows coffee away, but a serving actually has less caffeine than a cup of coffee. That's because it boosts brain power the healthy way. Just go to neurohacker.com. That's N-E-U-R-O-H-A-C-K-E-R.com and enter coupon code SHR at checkout for an extra 15% off. And a Serving of Qualia Focus costs one-fifth of that coffee you're drinking right now. Unlike coffee, Qualia Focus nourishes your brain in a comprehensive, healthy way for amazing brain power you noticed in just a couple days. That's neurohacker.com to try Qualia Focus and discount code SHR at checkout for an extra 15% off. All backed by a 100-day money-back guarantee. Qualia Focus is a life changer, I promise you. Try it now for amazing brain power at neurohacker.com. This is the Superhuman Channel, where brawn and brains finally meet. Welcome back to the Blueprint Power Hour. Go to CoachRobRegish.com today. You will be stronger tomorrow. I can promise you that. But Angelo DeMarco says, you've talked about anabolic cardio. What does this mean? I'd like examples. Also, why is it better than other types of cardio people do, like just plain old jogging? Oh, sorry, Rob. Sorry. Sorry. Start again. Sorry. Go ahead. That's all right. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So to me, anabolic cardio means anaerobic cardio. So let me explain the difference. Typically, someone will get on a treadmill or go outside and jog. They'll do a lot of low intensity work. 
over uh, a long amount of time. And there's a time and a place for that. However, matching your cardio to your training and performing anaerobic cardio has several advantages, not the least of which is if you become proficient at anaerobic cardio, you can certainly go out and jog for miles and miles, okay, like that other person. However, the reverse is not true. You take someone who jogs for miles and you have them perform uh, sled work, for example, they're going to be really sucking wind. They're probably not even going to have the power to push or pull the sled. But let's, let's get to a practical example. One of the things that I'll do with a prowler, which is just a fancy name for a weight sled, is that um, I will have, I had my son do this the other day. Uh, I call him up and down the mountain. So he will start, for example, with a 25-pound plate, and he'll push the sled 120, 130 feet, and then he'll pull it backwards with some handles that I have. We'll add another 25 pounds, and he'll go up and back. We will continue doing that until he can no longer push or pull the sled. It becomes too heavy. At that point, we start reducing by 25 pounds a trip until he gets down to where he started uh, at 25 pounds. He is thoroughly trashed after that. Um, so let me explain, though, what that means. When you're doing things like sled work, the muscles, in addition to the heart and lungs, are at a very high activation level. Obviously, if you're going to push and pull a lot of weight, that only happens one way. The beauty in it is this. There is no negative or eccentric portion where you're lowering the weight. It is pure concentric work. That facilitates much better blood flow. You get a incredible pump doing sled work, the right kind of sled work, um, and reap all of those benefits. Specifically, uh, let's take a look at if your training is along the lines of five sets of five with two minutes in between sets. You time that set of five sets of five. I'm betting it's going to be around 20 seconds. Okay. For your sled work, you would load an appropriate amount of weight on the sled and sprint for 20 seconds, then rest for two minutes. Sprint for 20 seconds, rest for two minutes. Do that five times, do that 10 times. You become proficient at that, you're going to be, you're going to be shocked at how much easier your five sets of five are. Okay? It's huge. So it's unconventional, and you can do other things too, swinging a weighted sledgehammer, flipping tires, you know, the battle ropes, it goes on and on and on. I would not waste time doing low-intensity, steady-state training. The only time you would do that is when, let's say, you perform two or three hit sessions back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, and you can no longer register an increased fine. You know, then it's time to do 20, 30 minutes of walking or what have you. Uh, but it far, far outperforms traditional cardio. So, uh, Tim Bruce has a question. How much Tudka does Rob recommend for liver protection? You know, um, I think it varies on body weight. I have my son taking 250 milligrams, uh, but I have seen dosages up to 750 milligrams. I, I, I think it varies. I think it varies with body weight. I think it varies with the compound that you're using. 
but you should know from blood work in short order how much is enough. Enough. I think the label recommendations on the product that I got him said one 250 milligram capsule. He takes it at the same time he takes that other god awful stuff that's supposed to kill the fungus. Um, you know, you, if, you know, you know, LL three seven works for that nail fungus, and it doesn't have any of the negative side effects of the uh, the stuff that goes through your liver. Just, I'm just I saying would, it. I'm just saying I would it. love to give it to him, but I can just imagine my wife's eyes. You're gonna what? You're gonna put a needle in him, and it's just you know. Yeah. Uh, Tony Massaro says, "I'm doing everything I can to add weight. He means body weight, but nothing's working. Can you tell me if some people?" just aren't meant to put on muscle because it's feeling more and more like this is the case for me. You know, it is true that much like exposure to high intensity sunlight, some people only burn and peel and other people only tan. That same dynamic exists to a certain degree in weight training. There are some people that were just genetically set up to lift big weights and build a lot of muscle. There are other people, primarily extreme ectomorphs like I was when I started, where it will be the struggle of your life. You know, you will fight and scratch for every pound. But it's worth looking at the three fundamentals, right? Training, diet, and rest. Because if you're not gaining, the answer lies in one of those. So we'll take them step by step. Training-wise, your first stop, not your last resort, should be abbreviated training twice a week, compound movements only, progressive overload. It's very simple. Unfortunately, it's the last resort for a lot of people when nothing works. For hard gainers, uh, it seems to strike, for hard gainers and certainly people over 40, it seems to strike the optimal balance between work and recovery. As far as the rest goes, you absolutely need to be getting anywhere between 8 and 10 hours of rest, especially if you're young and you're still growing, um, to get optimal muscle growth. Your body repairs and re you know recovers when you sleep. And uh, if obviously, if you're not sleeping, it's going to short-circuit things. But it is the final fundamental diet where most people fall down. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just tell you, tell it like it is. Calories is what you should be focusing on, even more so than protein, okay? Calories, in order to gain, for someone like a, like a, a ectomorph like myself, calories, calories need to be set at 20 times body weight. And some people may require up to 25. You know, it really, it depends. Um. When you do that, though, you need to make a decision. Do I want to build as much muscle as possible and take as much space up on this planet as I can, or do you want to be pound for pound strong? If you want, if you if you instead want to be pound for pound strong, then I would tell you that calories should be set up body weight times fifteen. Okay. In the example going the other way, if you're a very heavy person naturally, and you want to you know, pursue pound for pound strength, then, you know, getting some weight off is going to be your first priority. You can do that by setting body weight uh, by 10 for cat for your calories. That usually starts moving the needle, moving it up or moving it down. 
um, you need to you know do fine tune adjusting from there. But always remember this: every food label is set to two thousand calories. That's what a normal person eats every day. If you want to be bigger and stronger than a normal person, you need to eat more than two thousand calories. Uh, that's just the basic laws of thermodynamics. You 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 know the athlete uh, Luke Sando. He competed at the uh, uh, Arnold and the Olympia, and I mean the guy is a he's he's handsome. He's got an amazing physique. I think he's originally from the UK. He did a YouTube the other day, and I happened to listen to it. Yeah, and and someone said to him, "What does it take to be huge?" And his entire YouTube discussion focused on diet. And yep. he, he talked about his training a little bit, but he said, I eat 10,000 calories a day. You may be able to eat the 10,000 calories a day one or two days in a row. He says, but I have to do it every single day without, without for every single week, for every single month, for every single year. Now, I'm just mm-hmm. looking at his, his weight, and he's, uh, when he steps on stage, mm-hmm. he's 255 pounds. Wow. So, so he's he's eating forty times body weight, forty, right. not twenty. Well, um, and, and again, there's a great example of someone who I'm guessing he had to do it through trial and error, saying, "I need this amount of calories to grow." It has been said, and I absolutely believe this is true. The real struggle is not in the gym training intensely. The real struggle is the battle with the knife and the fork. It is. You you need to find ways to get those calories in. And you can drink a thousand a lot easier than you can eat a thousand. You know, the the biggest power lifters, Eddie uh uh what's his name? The guy who Eddie Hall. Eddie Hall. These guys are eating ten, twelve, fifteen thousand calories a day. Right. They're eating I mean, they're eating nonstop all day long. And when they're not eating they're lifting and when they're right. not eating or lifting, they're in the bathroom dumping yeah it's their job that's it it's, that's their job that's their it's job literally their job so you, know, you gotta think of the think of think of yourself more like cattle what do they do to cattle they they feed them so that they get bigger and bigger and bigger that's how you right. think of yourself right that's it hey can we take a quick break i need to give these dogs something to calm down <laughs> absolutely here we go right. we'll be right back thank you Sleep is one of the most important factors in maintaining health and longevity. And in today's environment, with all the artificial light we're exposed to, there is nothing more important to use to protecting your sleep than blue blocking glasses. And there's only one blue blocking glasses that I will trust ever, and that's Blue Blocks, B-L-U-B-L-O-X. If you go to the website blueblocks.com and use the code SHR15, you'll save 15% off the single best blue blocking glasses in the world because you can wear them comfortably and still function watch tv work on your computer but it blocks all of the important blue and green light that has been responsible for shutting down melatonin production and causing people to sleep poorly don't waste another night of sleep without wearing blue blocks b-l-u-b-l-o-x tonight put them on at 7 p.m and you'll be asleep by 9 p.m and you'll get the best night's sleep you've ever had if you've never used them before you are missing out blueblocks.com use the code shr15 
Wine to save 15% off. Men and women, you've heard about hormone optimization. Do you feel like it's something you want to look into? RenewLifeRx.com is the place to start. Their doctors can help you with the solutions. RenewLifeRx.com has a simple process for lab work, consultation, and taking a deep dive into where your hormone levels can be improved. Superhuman radio listeners get 30% off your initial lab work and consultation. Go to RenewLifeRx.com to schedule your no-obligation phone consultation today. Feel younger, get in better shape, and be more productive at RenewLifeRx.com. Whether your goal is to build muscle or burn fat, you'll find everything you need at Redcon 1. Need help getting a good night's sleep? Try Fade Out or the most popular pre-workout supplement on the market today, Total War. Sign up for their new transformation challenge and win $10,000 or shop for apparel that people at the gym will know that you are serious about your training. Need a testosterone booster that works? Check out Boomstick. Whatever you need, you'll find the best quality supplements on the market at Redcon 1. Go to Redcon1.com. That's R-E-D-C-O-N, the number one dot com, or go to superhumanradio.net and click the Redcon 1 banner ad today. Are you looking for a better way to absorb the nutrients you know you need? Do what I do and start your day with lipospheric supplements from Live On Labs. Unlike pills and powders, Live On's patented liposomal encapsulation technology transports nutrients like vitamin C, vitamin B, glutathione, acetyl-L-carnitine, and alpha-lipoic acid to where they need to be, your cells. Visit try.liveonlabs.com forward slash Carl to learn why I take these supplements every day to help me perform in the gym and in life. That's try.liveonlabs.com slash Carl. There's a phenomenon today. So many of us sit for hours each day. Slowly, our bodies respond by shortening certain muscles. The psoas gets shorter and shorter over time. It leads to lower back problems, stiffness when standing, and inhibits your running performance. Now there's Psorite.com. That's P-S-O hyphen R-I-T-E dot com. Psorite is a device that allows you to stretch your psoas muscle and return them to normal function. And it does it better than any stretching movement or chiropractic adjustment. You can use it in your home, office, or at the gym. Experience what thousands of people already know. Check out pso-rite.com and save 20% off when you use the code SHR. Spit that out right now. This is the Superhuman Channel. Welcome back. Rob's not back yet, which means the dogs have taken him hostage. Oh, here he is. Here he is. Here he is. Hold on. Bring his camera up. Sure. Did the dogs take you hostage? Well, I gave him some peanut butter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now they're, going, they're doing this now. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hopefully that'll last a little while. Hopefully. <laughs> so anyway, the next question comes from... Sorry. Um... Mike Rinaldi, he says, I'm thinking of getting on HRT. What can you tell me about dosages and what to expect? I've been training for about 10 years, but have definitely lost a step, uh, hoping to that I can turn things around. What do you think? Well, um, this is a really interesting question. You know, I'm going to come at it from my perspective um, and where I was. I think looking into and getting on HRT especially if you need it, is one of the better things you can do, not just for what's going on in the gym, but for your quality of life and the people around you. 
uh, I will tell you that when my testosterone levels were very low, I was not a pleasant person to be around. Grumpy. Grumpy. Yeah. Every, yeah. Everything was... We could, we, could do, we could actually abolish grumpy old men from America yeah. if we yeah. would just get them on testosterone therapy. You know, that is not an incorrect statement. That is, And I'm going believe- to tell you one of the psychological parts of it, right? So I was talking to a good friend of mine recently. He was now 64. And I'm not going to say his name. Uh, and he's not on testosterone. And he probably would never get on testosterone, although maybe I could convince him. I don't know. And so he said, I'm really sad. I says, what are you sad about? He goes, you know, when I, when I grab my wife, he goes, I... I don't get aroused as quickly anymore. And that makes me, he said, and it makes me really sad. I always loved the fact that, you know, I could get aroused quickly and, you know, they're both retired now and they're both at home and they, they, he's, he's a millionaire. <laughs> he worked in the sanitation department. He sold his house in Queens for 980000 um, wow. He's got a farm upstate New York. He said, you know, it, it makes me sad. I, I just raised Rob's mic. I don't know why it got low. But uh, it should be louder now. Count to five, Rob. One, two, three, four, five. I'm hoping that's better. Uh, let yeah. me know, Tim. Um, but he says, you know, I, I just feel like I, I feel like there's a time has passed, and it, it makes him very sad. And sadness is depression, and depression leads to grumpiness because you just don't look forward to life anymore. Yes, and it has a, a nasty way of creeping into other parts of your life, like, for example, work. You know, uh, work is stressful enough. Never mind, you know, everything is the glass is is half full. Right. So, you know, or half empty, whatever. Where, where is your, oh, there it is. I see the mic now. Okay. It's, 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 it's on the side of your face. Okay. Tim, yeah. Tim, let me know if that's better, please. So, anyway, so, go ahead. So, this is a, a big decision and one in which I would encourage every man listening to at least look into because of what the way it turned things around for me, they were giving me all sorts of antidepressants, at least one of which made me suicidal. Testosterone was the best antidepressant that I've ever used. And it goes hand in hand with the real best answer for depression, training. You know, I did feel good while I was training, but when training ended, you know, everything was dark and gloomy. Once I got on HRT, that all turned around. Now, some important caveats. Where you go makes a difference. So, for example, up here in the Northeast, you would be lucky to find a doctor to prescribe you 125 milligrams of testosterone a week. Uh, they're typically, uh, I was started on 80. <laughs> when I went to my current HRT doctor, he said, he said, we give that to women, <laughs> never mind men. Right. Right. Okay. So um, doctors in Florida and other parts of the country, I'm guessing uh, California, are going to be a lot more liberal in their prescriptions. I have seen p- people's HRT doses as 400, up to 400 milligrams a week, which is very substantial. Okay. Um and I've been one of those people that has experimented with that range of dosages, not like you, Carl. Um, but I learned a few things, and those few things were this. Less is more. 
you know, I, at one point I had so much extra, I went up to 600 milligrams a week. Um, will you put on weight faster that way? Yes. A lot of it, frankly, is the bloat. Uh, there are other things to consider, such as, uh, you know, conversion to estrogen. I do not have that issue. I've never had it. I was prescribed a Rimidex just in case. I do not use it. And I think I'm being borne out by that, uh, given a lot of the recent data. But um, there are other things. DHT conversion. If you have any incidents of male pattern baldness, it'll accelerate that. So subsequently, I experimented uh, where today it's, you know, I do one shot subcutaneously of 100 milligrams twice a week. 200 milligrams gives me testosterone levels in the upper third of the range, you know, above 750, 750 to 1,000. And I get almost all of the benefits, right, of, of even the higher dosages without some of the things that are problematic, such as polycythemia, right? We've talked about this before. For some reason, in adult white males from certain parts of Europe, um, the blood, you produce too many red blood cells. Your hematocrit hemoglobin gets too high. It can thicken the blood. The solution is relatively simple. It's, you right, know, give a pint of blood every six weeks or so, six to eight weeks. Unfortunately, that's not something you would feel. That is something that you would only see on blood work. So if you're a person that's doing do-it-yourself HRT, I would highly encourage you to be under the care of a physician. No physician is going to rat you out or turn you into the authorities. Even seeing the doctor once a year is preferable to nothing um, because polycythemia, frankly, is not something that you can feel. You know, no, and, it, and it's dangerous. It's very, it's very dangerous. Very dangerous. I, I don't know this for a fact yet because the autopsy results aren't in, but I it would be willing to bet my friend died from that because he had been on for a long time on at least – Three different drugs that build. Well, bl- blood viscosity, we talked about this the other day. Blood viscosity leads with Dr. Uh, uh, Tuliatos. Blood viscosity leads to heart failure over time. It, it, high blood pressure and, and high blood viscosity makes the heart work so much harder. And Great point. it really, I mean, it, 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 it's very, very damaging to the heart over long periods of time. Right. And again, blood pressure is another one. You can't feel it. There's a reason they call it the silent killer. Okay. Um, look, long story short, find a good doctor who will prescribe you meaningful levels of testosterone. If you can't find one, keep looking. Don't do the 80 milligrams a week route that I did because all that does is shut you down. Right. Yeah, did I got no benefits and all of the negatives. So, um, you the know. Tr- the, this- truth is, the truth is 200 to 250 milligrams a week is perfect for HRT of a, of a cypionate or an enanthate. Esther, that's all you need. That's all you right. need. Right, and I think I heard the show you did. I think with your new sponsor, who said, "Look, if you have, every six to eight weeks you have to go to give blood because it's getting too thick." Yeah, you're, you're on not, too you're on too high of a dose. Exactly. Right. You're not doing HRT right. Right. You know. So, so Tim Burns Tim Burns says, "I know you've been sidelined with rhabdo. How's that coming along? And how much longer do you anticipate being out of action?" Yeah, that's a million-dollar question. First, I appreciate your question. 
where I'm at is this. I'm seeing the doc weekly, right, for blood, blood work. My creatine kinase levels, which he seems to be using as the primary indicator, have gone from 1,500 to 1,400 to 1,000 to 1,100 to I don't know where they were on my last blood draw because I called the office and they're not back yet. The so that's the bad news. They need to be two, you know, two hundred or or under. The good news is my kidney function, as measured by creatinine, uh, is much better. It is only now a little bit higher than the top end of the range. Okay, and Carl, you and I were talking about this off air. So so where is it going? Look, I haven't touched a weight in six weeks, maybe seven. It is affecting my quality of life profoundly. <laughs> From the research that I've done, there is a very wide range of response to resistance exercise in terms of how much creatine kinase. Some people make a lot. Some people make a little. Some people make a lot and then come down very slowly. Well, people- how, how, how do we assess whether or not the fact that you're not training, that your muscles are literally eroding now, and you're getting – when your muscles break down from not training, there's, a, there's an inrush of creatine uh, creatinine, creatine kinase as well. Right, right, and and that's that's a really good point and something that I got to think about. Although it doesn't make sense to me, you know, I'm doing nothing. I would have so much muscle breakdown that the CK would be that high. Well, but, but, I, because you have a lot of muscle that requires activation to maintain. Yeah, because I told you about Elisa's stepdad. He has very very high creatine kinase levels. And he's, he sits all day long. His, his muscles are wasting away. They're not activated. So you have a lot of muscle that requires constant activation to maintain the signal, to maintain that muscle. And you just stop. The body goes, oh, we don't need all this muscle anymore, so let's start getting rid of it. Yeah, and obviously that, that is very damaging to the psyche of someone who grew up skinny. And that word still sets alarm bells off, right, uh-huh. in my head. So, um, what does the doc want to see? He wants to see two sets of labs back to back that show I'm normal, which is really unfortunate because I'm anything but normal and always have been. So at some point I need to make the decision. I'm going to start back. I'm going to do very light stuff, probably body weight, but I need to do something I would not have been able to do nothing for six to seven weeks were it not for one little piece of advice he gave me, which was keep doing this and you're going to be on dialysis. Yeah, that's serious. I I don't know a lot about dialysis, but it doesn't sound like much fun. It sucks. Yeah, twice a week, right? And not only that, but twice a week, so you feel good about three days after your, your dialysis, and then you slowly start to get brain fog and feeling crappy as the metabolites start to build up in the blood again. You don't urinate anymore. You don't wake up in the middle of the night to pee. Well, there's one benefit, I guess. Uh, And they have to put this device in your forearm, which is so that they can hook the dialysis machine up. It's basically a piece of plumbing. It's just disgusting. It's a pain in the ass. You don't want that. Yeah. And so you talk about quality of life there. You've got none, right? Right. So I need to tread very lightly. The, the stark reality is that although I didn't generate, you know, CK numbers to, that were anywhere near what I did before when this happened to me, it has taken my body longer to recover from it. Yeah. So, you know, that, that tells me something. 
Um, the me- the message for you is take more rest days than training days. You you do not want to be in this position. Let's uh, let's go ahead and do the blueprint tip of the day, and then we'll take a break, and then you can do a brief interview for me of uh, for my birthday. How's that? Sure. What is the blueprint tip of the day, Rob? Um, tip of the day is is thoughts on on how things need to change for me. So relative to that discussion about rabdo, I have to switch my mindset and the way that I train in order to be safe. So what is that going to involve? Well, uh, at one point he looked at me and he asked me, he said, what are you doing that's causing this? I said, well, I'll give you an example. I go in there on Monday, trap bar deadlifts. I do one set with 20 reps followed by one set light pullovers. He looked at me and he said, one set. I said, yeah, but if you use enough weight, right, I, I get to rep 15 and my body says, no, you're done. At that point, you use your mind to get from 15 to 20. And he stopped me right there and he said, 15 to 20 is your red zone. You can no longer play in the red zone or you're going to be on dialysis. Those are his his exact words. Um, So the question becomes, what do I do when I start back? Well, again, from what I've learned from that article, it's going to have to be, uh, I have to tread very lightly, especially in upper body workouts, which ironically were found to stimulate more creatine kinase release, result in more creatine kinase than, uh, than lower body workouts. They will likely have to be uh, body weight only endeavors, at least first. I'm thinking handstand push-ups, chin-ups, push-ups with my feet up on the wall, uh, those sorts of things, and, and one and maybe two work sets. And that's going to have to be it. My other day of the week is, is still going to be trap bar deadlifts. I think it just delivers so much bang for the buck, works every muscle in the body. The question becomes, how do I progress, right, without playing in that red zone? And there are ways to do it, but my problem is this. I love training. I get in the gym, and the combination of the weights, the music, the scenery, (laughs) it's a very uh, enticing environment for me. I get going, and I don't want to stop. I don't want to leave. I don't want this moment to end. That's literally how I feel. So it's very easy for me to say, I'm going to push a little bit farther and a little bit farther and a little bit farther. I can't do it anymore. So that's going to be that on training. Insofar as making sure it doesn't happen again from a medical perspective, I will likely have to visit my doctor to have blood drawn at least every other week you know, for the rest of my life. There is, sure. there is supposed to be a, uh, a urine strip that you can test at home. Yeah, I remember you mentioning that before. I have urinary testing strips for protein in the urine, ketones, yada, yada, but I've never seen one for, like, creatine kinase. Yeah, there is supposed to be one because there's a girl, when I did the show on Rabdo with Joe Cannon... Uh, a girl was on there who had had rhabdo numerous times, and now she's really has to be very careful. And she said there are urine strips to test for it. Yeah. So it would yeah. be really good to find out where where to get those urine strips for a lot of people. 
Right. So the lesson here again for for you folks is stay out of the red zone. Mm-hmm. Okay. And heed my example. You need days off. You cannot think, well, I've got next week off, so I'm going to really push the throttle this last week. That's where I got into trouble. Yeah. From now on, I need to coax muscle growth instead of sledgehammer it. And you know, you know what I'm talking about there. Yeah. Well, well, how about just taking uh, an exit, a routine once a week into the red zone, not every single session. It's, it's tough for me. It's tough for me to justify doing that now, maybe in the future when I know I'm a hundred percent healthy right? and everything's firing on all cylinders again. Um, but again, I have to focus on coaxing muscle growth. Not sl- I've been sledgehammering it for 35 years, so it's tough to turn off. But I need to. I need to. Before the show started today, Rob told me one of his routines where he uses all these advanced uh, techniques to, to stimulate the muscle. And I said, so if somebody said to you, what's the best way to completely tear my body down? It would be that routine that you depicted, right? Yeah, intensification techniques. So let's say you're doing seated cable rows. You do as many reps as you can with a one-second positive and a three-second negative. When you can no longer do that, you do as many reps with a one-second positive and a one-second negative. Then you hold as much weight statically as you can in the contracted position. And then finally, to really screw yourself (laughs) You perform as many partial reps in the strongest range as you can. And that's what I did that last week. You know, just one of those would have been an intensification technique. I didn't need four. Yeah. Obviously, four did, did the damage, and that was it. Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not a good idea. Not a good idea. Uh, let, let's take our last commercial break. When we come back, I'll submit myself to any questions you have for me. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. New Mass Pro Synthogen X2 just upped its own legendary game. To distance itself even further from the rest of the pack, Synthogen X2 now has double the key active ingredients. If you've ever wondered what steroid-like recovery feels like, Synthogen X2 delivers. See why others compare it favorably to powerful bodybuilding drugs at Synthogen.com. Mass Pro Synthogen. Would you train with it? You'll gain with it. Who wants to have better sex? That's a stupid question. Everybody wants to have better sex. And you can start having better sex if you go to the website bluechew.com, B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com. Use the code SHR and get a free order of your choice of the only two FDA-approved drugs to treat erectile dysfunction, sildenafil or tadalafil. Best of all, they're chewable, so they start to work in minutes. Go to bluechew, B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com, use code SHR, and you will get your first order for free. You do have to pay $5 for shipping, but come on, it's an easy deal. Who wants to have better sex? Okay, get busy. You know how to do it. Are you looking for a better way to absorb the nutrients you know you need? Do what I do and start your day with lipospheric supplements from Live On Labs. Unlike pills and powders, Live On's patented liposomal encapsulation technology transports nutrients like vitamin C, vitamin B, glutathione, acetyl-L-carnitine, and alpha-lipoic acid to where they need to be your cells. 
Visit try.liveonlabs.com forward slash Carl to learn why I take these supplements every day to help me perform in the gym and in life. That's try.liveonlabs.com slash Carl. Did you know that the U.S. Department of Health actually patented cannabinoids as antioxidants and neuroprotectants? So clearly there is promise for CBD to help with a variety of issues. H-Hemp's U.S.-grown CBD system is fully tested for purity and safety. For daily balance, H-Hemp has the best-tasting CBD tinctures available. Their Super Breath Blast delivers near-immediate relief and relaxation while on the go. And for your muscles, joints, and temples, the Magic Balm works wonders. Relax and feel better naturally with the H-Hemp CBD system from hemp.com. Quest Nutrition makes bars, cookies, chips, and pizzas out of complete dairy-based proteins. Our products minimize net carbs and sugar without sacrificing taste. Each delicious chocolate-flavored chip, cookie chunk, and crunchy crumble is custom-made to maintain Quest macros. It's time to enjoy foods that work for you, not against you. It's time to enjoy your Quest. You're listening to the Superhuman Channel. We're ripped and we're ready. Okay, I'm going to submit myself to any questions you may have, Rob. Okay, I've always wondered. Whoa, whoa, now you got so loud. Did you figure, did you just adjust something on your computer? No. Okay, give me a five count. One, two, three, four, five. Hold on a second, now it's overdriving. Let me see if I can fix that on my end. When when you got up to do something with the dogs, something happened. Here, hold on a second. Count to five now. One, two, three, four, five. One more time. One, two, three, four, five. I think that's a little bit better. Yeah, it was, it's just weird. I don't know what happened. But anyway, okay, so what, what questions might you have for me, Rob? Okay, so I've always wanted to ask you this. You are the most knowledgeable guy when it comes to this stuff <laughs> that I know, and I'm, I'm very sincere about that. I, I've told my wife many times, hey, if I get cancer or some other disease, <laughs> I'm, go- I'm going to you first. Yeah. This happened later in life for you. How, how did you acquire so much knowledge so quickly? Well, I don't know that it was quickly. It's been 14 years, uh, to be all fair. You know, I mean, I've been, November of this year, the show has been on the air for 14 years. And for 14 years, I've been in university. I mean, I've, I've interviewed anywhere from four to five days a week, some yeah. really brilliant people. So I'm just kind of like a parrot. You know what I mean? Yeah, you've got, you seem to have gotten a world class education in, in, in those 14 years. And I say that because you and I are, we're not on the same page on everything, but well, I would say 90%, right? Right. It took me 35 years of learning most of that stuff the hard way. It, it astounds me that in 14 years you were able to, to acquire that amount of knowledge. Well, I, I, was, I started out saving my own life. There's nothing, there's nothing that focuses you more on just a one, the one job. Uh, the, as saving your own life. I mean, I was very, very sick when I, when I, when I got sick in 1997. And, uh, I was thinking that I was going to die soon. And so I, I didn't care about anything else but unlocking the secrets to staying alive. And, you know, it could be said that it led to my divorce because I became so narrowly focused. Um, my training and my sleep became so important to me 
that some would say that uh, I kind of uh, abdicated uh, my role in my marriage. But but I wouldn't do it any other way because I wouldn't be here today. If I would have stayed on that path of being that fat and being that sick, I mean, my, my days would be spent going from one doctor to another. Maybe I'd still be alive, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't have any quality of life. I'd sit, yeah. sit all day and I wouldn't wake up like, like I started the show saying I love my life. I do. I love doing this show. I, I love being with Elisa. I love the things we do. I mean, I, I'm very, very – I mean, if I die tomorrow, I, I have had such a great life. I, you, know, uh, you know, the quality of life a lot of times is representative, <clears throat> excuse, representative of your experiences in your life. I have had so many experiences in my life. You know, I, and when I think about all the things I started doing from the time that I was a teenager till when I moved to Las Vegas and – I mean, I, I have so many amazing experiences. When, when I tell some of the stories that I tell in mixed company, I often think these people don't believe what I'm saying. They don't believe this. They don't believe I hung out with Sinatra. They don't believe that. You know, like they don't – come on. Are you kidding me? And, yeah. and so, I mean, I've had so many great experiences that if I was stuck in a, a jam – Tomorrow, and they said, this is it, you know, lights out. I, I would not say, oh, but I just need one more day to do this. Right. I just need one more day to do that. I would miss the people I love, and that's all that would matter to me at that point in time. So, I mean, I, I, I have a great life, but my great life would have been cut short if I would have just kept doing what I was doing back then, and I would have gone to the doctor, and I would have taken the pills like he told me. Mm -hmm. uh, I wouldn't be here today. I know I wouldn't. And, and you've been doing this for what? 14, you said 14 November years? November of this year, this show is 14 years old. This show is officially the longest running, without any interruption, uh, oldest health and fitness podcast in the world. In the world. And that is, that is a tremendous accomplishment. When, you I, ever think when, when I started you... doing this show and I started recording the shows, there was no podcasts. There were no podcasts. I mean, I was putting it on a website because I felt like, well, more people here in Louisville could listen to the show because I was on on Saturday afternoons at 12 o'clock. And I was like, how many people are going to actually listen to me? Right. So I figured, well, uh, my, my producer then was Kevin O'Neill. And I used to carry a laptop in and plug it into one of the ports in his mixer. And then I would hit record and then I'd go sit down and I would record the show in a wave file. Then I'd convert it to an MP3 and I would put it up on my website so that people could listen to it here in Louisville. I didn't know that people in Wisconsin or, you know, I mean, Sean Knernshield, Sean Knernshield had listened to my very first show, my very first podcast in Kansas. Like I never thought I was going to reach those people. I just wanted people in Louisville to know who I was. Wow. That's incredible. So, okay, so you're new to this health and fitness world. You start a podcast. How do you go about finding contact information for guys like uh, Dr. Mauro Di Pasquale? Oh, that's easy stuff. I've been in sales my whole life, so I've always had to find the key decision maker at a company. Right. I, I have my methods of bird dogging somebody and finding them, and I still do it today. Um, yeah. But, but the reality is that people like that are easier to find than sponsors. You know, they want to. They want to promote their books. They want to promote 
their, themselves. They want to be interviewed on shows. So they're a lot easier to find. The hard people to find are the decision makers at companies that I can bring on as advertisers. Finding that person takes a lot longer. The studies, there's always a, a way to contact the university and say, can I speak to Dr. Rao? Uh, oh, he's in this department. I'll transfer you. And you get somebody say, hey, can you get him to re- return my call? That Those people, they're out there in front. But the sponsors are harder to find, much, much harder to find. And so of all the shows that you've done, have there been any, any where you've just walked away? It's just like, yeah, my mind was blown by that. Yeah. I was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking one thing, but it's really something else. Well, it's not even that. Several shows have changed the direction. Several, several interviews I've done have changed the direction of my show. The first one was with Randy Roach when he published Muscle, Smoke, and Mirrors. That book, because I started out as a purely bodybuilding show. <laughs> but that book showed me that bodybuilding was a small part of something much bigger, and that was physical culture. And physical culture was something that had to do with nutrition. You know, it was the early physical culturists, excuse me, that discovered if you eat this way, it does this to your body. If you eat this way, it does this to your body. And then that, that changed the direction of the show. And then it started to, I started to look at longevity because of that. I was like, what makes you live longer? Like, what, you know, how can we improve our, our, our longevity? Then it became health span. Well, who cares if you live into 90 if you're in a wheelchair for the last 30 years of your life? Right, so, right. Um, but the show, a, a later show that was a big game changer for me, um, two, two interviews. I would say Dr. Daniel Lieberman, um, he is the Harvard uh, anthropology uh, professor, and he wrote the book, uh, The Story of the Human Body. And every, everybody should read that. That's like the owner's manual for humans. Everybody should read that book. Number one, because it shows it shows what evolution did to us and what it gave us. And it makes it makes things clear. Ah, so that's why we develop this disease when we do that. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other one was Malin Watfi's book of Dove's Diplomats and Diabetes. That was another game changer. Again, that's an evolutionary book. Evolution uh, and evolutionary science holds all the answers for diseases of modernity. But nobody cares about that. Doctors don't care about that. They don't read that. They don't go, oh, no wonder why everybody's diabetic today. Oh, no wonder why everybody's obese today. Oh, no wonder why sleep causes disease. All that stuff is found in evolutionary medicine. You can understand it. Yeah. And so when you started, right, you were you were very heavy. That's where you come from. Right. Were you pre-diabetic or did you? Oh, I was full. I was full. Yeah, my my blood sugar was very high. It was like one one forty five, one fifty fasting blood. Wow. Sugar. Yeah. Wow. And and what do the doctors say? You know, given where you are today. Oh, they don't. I mean, I have the doctors that I have now don't know the doctors I used to know then. Back then, right. the doctors I used to see, they just kept giving me different prescriptions. Right. Blood right. pressure meds, glucose disposal agents. Uh, they were giving me, um, cholesterol medication. Uh, they were giving me anxiety medication cause I had really bad anxiety. I was always freaked out. I always felt nervous. I always felt like, oh man, something's wrong with me. Right. And so those doctors, I haven't seen those doctors in 20 years. Wow. I don't even know if they're still alive. Some of them, I think I may have outlived <laughs> some of them, you know, so. how much total weight did you lose? Well, a hundred pounds, a hundred pounds. Wow. 
100 pounds. But, but it was fat. Was, it was 100 pounds of fat I lost. I mean, I lost a lot of fat and put on a lot of muscle. That's what I did. Did it happen quickly? Did it happen no, slowly? No, it was what slow. Was it? it was slow. Over the yeah. course of years, I, I focused on getting stronger. My focus became acquisition of strength. I didn't pay attention to my body fat. I just wanted to get stronger because I knew that if I could get stronger, I could beat the heart problem. Right. And muscle is the metabolic furnace, as you like to say. Yeah, mu Muscle is metabolic currency. Get into the yeah. gym and make a deposit today. In fact, the first year I was doing my show at Clear Channel, I closed the show saying that muscle is metabolic currency. Get into the gym and make a deposit today. <clears throat> yeah. Wow. That's a, that's a great way to think about it. Yeah. And so... And so um, now we're hoping that this <laughs> this is a long ways off. But when you pass, will all of the shows be available? As you know, to I got I got to start thinking about that. I got to start thinking about a legacy. Uh, you know, yeah. Um, so first of all, I don't want to die young because then that would kind of make all of this work I'm doing. <laughs> like, oh, he, well, he was wrong. <laughs> he was wrong. Yeah. F that. I don't want to listen to this guy's show. You know. <laughs> but you, you know, you're as you pointed out, you probably wouldn't be here if you hadn't made those changes. Oh no, no, <laughs> I, I, I'm not kidding when I say that. I, I was, I had, a, I had a heart problem. They were already talking pacemaker. Yeah, right. Right. Like I, I, I beat, I beat getting a pacemaker. That's incredible. Absolutely incredible. And so let's talk about that, leaving a legacy, because that's my goal. You know, my goal when, when I wrote my one book was, I hope this book is around 100 years after I'm gone, helping guys that want to get bigger and stronger. And, of course, it morphed from there. I wrote five more, and the bulletin is the latest and greatest. Um, but if you haven't already decided, I would say do it. Make sure you have the single biggest repository of training diet longevity information anywhere and i'm sincere when i say that i mean i i've got a, i've got a pretty big library myself but you've been you've been in business a lot longer than i have you've had guests across a wider spectrum i think it would be a wonderful tribute to you um and Alyssa to leave this behind for, for people to learn. I got to figure out how to do that. I have to figure out how to protect it and ha and make sure that it's available. I, I would like to get to a point where every single show has been transcribed and part of a searchable database. Yes. Yep. You know, I'm transcribing every show now as we move forward. I started, I think, the beginning of this year. And so I'm already doing that where every show is transcribed and available on my website. And that also makes it searchable on Google or search engines. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm moving in that direction, but I'd have to go back to all the early shows and transcribe them as well. You know, it might be a, a nice legacy to leave, you know, let's say half of the shows out there and have half where uh, people would subscribe to it together. You know what I'd rather do? I'd rather find someone to host the show. That's a tough because thing, this, this this is a business unto itself. It's 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 a living thing. Right. It earns money. It 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 produces a value. And really, the ideal thing would be for me to find somebody who starts guest hosting for me now, and then at some point in time where I say, you know, I want to go off and write. I don't want to do the show every day anymore. Right. That person would step in. 
and it, it you know be lucrative for them too to 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 host the show and keep this going and move it forward and keep it going because Superhuman Radio is more than just Carl Lenore. Right now it's Carl Lenore, but it could be the next person who hosts the show and the next person after that. And we could Superhuman Radio could be two hundred years from now still pursuing the quest to understand uh, human performance and how to improve it, how to improve health span and longevity and, and, and everything else that goes along with it. Yeah. I thought about the same thing and it's probably the most difficult thing I've ever done. You know, how do I, between the books and, and the supplements and all this, I seem to be the product, <laughs> which is a problem where you want to leave, right? A legacy to be continued. You know, will my son gravitate towards this? I don't know. Uh, you know, I have him training with me now, but you just don't know. I, I I got into it because I had body image disorder. That's that's just the plain truth of it. Right. Uh, and I still have that, although it's not, you know, nearly what it was. But finding someone to continue your legacy, I think, should be a priority because the, the good that this show has done is monumental. It really is. Exponential. Yeah. I, I'm not thinking about it now because I'm not at that stage mentally. I still am very, very deep in wanting to be here. But I know mm-hmm. that maybe eight or nine years from now, I won't want to do this anymore. And, I'll, and I'm going to look for somebody to drop in. I really am. Yeah, that's going to be tough, but... No, there's a lot. There's a lot of people in my audience that could do what I do. There's a lot of very intelligent people in this audience, and they're inquisitive, and they're articulate, and they could do this. They could do this. It takes a certain kind of drive, though. No, I mean you can be inquisitive and you can be articulate, but you know, for me, it's the last thing I think about before I fall asleep, and it's the first thing I think about when I get up. That's truth. Well, so. if we're being honest. The last thing I think about before I fall asleep is Elisa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I got I you can't, there. I can't get her out of my mind. It's right. So Elisa and I are together since 2010. Wow. And every, and I still chase her around like, you know, I mean, and maybe, I don't know, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm youthful. I feel good. Uh, but she is so friggin' hot. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's great to have a hot wife. It really helps. <laughs> Michael it helps Michael to... Lippelt said something. He said, your listeners are your biggest legacy. And that's true because they literally carry the torch forward. The things that we teach here, they teach other people. So he's right. He really is right. Yeah, that's a good point. I wouldn't have thought about that. That's a really good point. Yeah, You never know who you're going to inspire, right? I mean, look at all the people that Dan Duchesne inspired. All these you years know, later, right. All these years later. So, you know, never underestimate your legacy. And thank you for doing what you do. And we're going to end the show on that note because I have a massage set up at 4 o'clock today. So I got to get all my post-production work done so I can go get a massage today. And then I'm, <laughs> meeting, then I'm meeting the most beautiful woman in the world for dinner. Oh, great. And that's going to be my birthday wish. That's it. Have a happy birthday. And I love everybody in this audience, all of you, Michael Lippelt, Tim Bruce, all of you who participate. I feel like I know every one of you personally because we really are part of a family. Um, And I really think that if community makes people live longer, this audience is the reason that I am going to live longer, this audience right here. And you too, Rob. Right. 
And right. I want to thank everybody for listening today. And uh, I'm 61. I'm getting ready to take another turn around the globe, baby. Here we go. <laughs> Number 62 coming at you. All right. We'll see, we'll see everybody tomorrow with more Supreme Radio. Thank you for listening today. And don't forget to go to CoachRobRegish.com and read, 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 because information is the most powerful anabolic you can find. Very All right, good. brother. Take care. Take All right. Care. See everybody tomorrow. And then roll it. 